Welcome to Eyes on Brand. I'm Philip Giuliano, one of the founding partners of Brand Active. When faced with a brand change due to merger, acquisition, a shift in brand strategy, or any other reason, this is the podcast for you. Each episode will be packed full of fun conversations and actionable ideas from global brand and agency leaders about brand implementation, insights, and innovation. When all eyes are on you, our eyes are on your brand. Let's get into it. Today, we're going to build on previous episodes where we've talked about the past and sort of the journey to today, as well as some of the client needs that are showing up and really focus in more on the future and growing a business while preserving what works and remaining current and future-proof and relevant, particularly in a market that's shifting as much as the one that we have today. So today, I'm joined by Vladimir Kachar. Vlado, very nice to have you on. I think I get to say I knew you when. I think I get to say I may have been the first person here to know you, which is also great. But take a second and introduce yourself. Yeah, well, thank you. I frequently think about the period, you know, 10 plus years ago when we first got to know each other and the role you played in having me join Brand Active. It's one um, of those weird things, Vlad, because I mean, on so many levels, has it just been 10 years? And on the other level, it's like, how could it possibly only have been 10 years? I can't imagine this without you, so... Well, thank you. I really feel the same frequently. And I think about, you know, Brand Active's evolved so much in the last 10 years. And I think about how much I've grown and evolved, both as a leader, you know, joining to lead a project or two, and over time getting to a place where I got to oversee, you know, more client delivery, get into some of the internal operational and cultural initiatives that we had throughout the years, you know, evolved Brand Active into what it is today. I grew up in Bosnia. I was very fortunate to have a chance to work at a summer camp in the United States in Illinois for four summers in a row, working with kids from underprivileged communities and families. That led to getting a scholarship to study and to go to university, which eventually led to staying and working in the United States. So my career really began at Caterpillar as an analyst. And as an analyst, having studied international relations, what I know now and perhaps didn't quite understand or was able to articulate at the time when I was going to college or soon after is that I've always really been drawn to strategy, strategic thinking, big picture items, et cetera. So while it may not be that obvious why that's led me to Brand Active, and frankly, I did not really expect in my first year at Brand Active that I would be here 10 years later. I didn't think that I wouldn't be, but in some ways I was really fascinated by rebranding and by the scale of rebranding and the opportunity to really work with every element of an organization. So I think when I came to Brand Active and Philip, when we were working together on some of those early projects, I felt that I was largely equipped to take on a large transformation, a large organizational transformation. But you might remember, I didn't really have all the skills that are required at the time. I had not really done a lot of consulting before hadn't really thought about things that way. I think I could wrap my head around those items, but I learned a lot at Brand Active. 
You mean we all just aren't born with all the things that we need to be able to be a really good leader? It doesn't just work that way? Well, there's that as well, right? So all the leadership (laughs) skills, but even some of the more rudimentary skills. And I actually frequently talk to our more junior team members who often are looking for some inspiration or ways to think about their own opportunities or gaps around consulting and strategic thinking. And I'll say it took me years (laughs) to get to some of these things. And then I started getting involved into more and more internal, cultural, operational types of projects. I think I was doing my thing and others saw something in that. And here we are. But the world that got me here has really evolved into thinking about culture, people, organization, you know, creating something really meaningful, fun for a group of people. I love being with our people when we're in person or remotely. I love hearing feedback on the impact that programs have on them. I love seeing the reactions and I love seeing people joining and being excited to join. And I love seeing folks who have been here, you know, three, five, seven, 12, 15 years and to know that they really aren't really thinking about anything else. No. Um, That gives me a lot of comfort. What keeps you here? And when you think about the next 10 years, the next 15 years, what gets you up every day? We get that question from our candidates a lot. And so often those of us on the phone are competing for the answer because we all want to say it's that desire to want to check in with the folks that you're working with to advance that next initiative, to have a social casual interaction. And so generally it really starts there. And for me, when I joined Philip, remember we were 20 maybe, (laughs) just about, and we're in two countries. We've got an incredible client portfolio. We've got a lot of talent and we've got a lot of ideas about what we could to do. In fact, we have probably too much to work with. So one of my challenges as a leader is to make sure that we are focused on the right things in the right time, you know, that we're effective, that we really consider important versus urgent, and that we're really in tune with what our clients need based on what we get to know about our clients just from helping them with brand implementation. Our clients aren't just thinking about brand implementation. Those projects tend to consume them for a number of years, but there's so much more to their realities that Brand Active has been able to increasingly meet, at least over the last 10 years that I've been here. I'm glad you started with It's the People. I think so much of the world is built around the what. What do you do? What do you make? And so much of what gets me up every day, and I see it in you too, is the who and the how and the why. And that's where the good stuff is. So we've been on this journey for 10 years together, Vlad. And just a month ago, now, two months ago, you were announced and promoted to be president, leading Brand Active into the future. So congratulations to you. Very, very well. Thank deserved. you. And now with that, what is the vision? What's the strategic priorities? What are the objectives that you have in your mind leading this organization towards the future? We think about our past and present and future, first and foremost, through the lens of our organizational aspiration, our purpose, and our culture. And we always start there. And it served us really well because we really are trying not to sacrifice or let go of the things that have really built Brand Active into what it is today. It is our commitment to our people's growth. It is our behaviors around being agile and being nimble. And it's really all the things that are in our aspiration, which include our deep commitment to equity, diversity, and inclusion, and many programs there. And I think in simpler terms, what I'm really looking to do, and I'm not the only one, is to preserve the village feeling that we've built over the years. It's 
perhaps one day not being on first name basis with everybody because maybe I won't have met everybody that quickly. So I'm excited by the possibility of having a team that is working on all sorts of things that meet our clients' demands, but at the same time, just want to make sure that that's done in a way without sacrificing what's really key and important and dear to our hearts. So I don't mean to imply that I'm not eager to grow. I'm just eager to grow in a way that really preserves our culture. I think it's such an interesting narrative, Vlad, because I mean, I think the accepted dialogue in the market is as you grow, you lose a piece of yourself. I think what's been really remarkable is how we've actually become more as we've grown. And what I can see, you know, under your leadership and under where Brand Active is going is the level of talent and the level of quality and the level of buy-in of those people to the culture that's been created is so significant that they're actually additive, not subtractive. And it just brings more and more and more of the things that we value so dear, as opposed to losing pieces of that. And I'm interested in the personal growth aspect of growth and how much of a focus that is on this team. Because again, I think going back to the conversation we had with James and with Robin, growth is not the growth of the company and the growth of our revenue and the growth of our margin at Brand Active. That's an aspect of growth. And that's great that that happens, but that's not why we do this. So can you talk a little bit about the growth opportunity that you see going into the future? Let's future focus this still. When we think about growth, we are really talking about the individual growth. Again, it reinforces what we talked about earlier, Philip, because we've got plenty of ideas in terms of how we could serve our clients better. Those ideas are coming up because the world is evolving. And really one of the most flattering and perhaps one of my favorite moments at Brand Active is when a client asks us to help them with something that may not be that obviously either in our scope at the time or something that they might maybe wondering if Brand Active would do or can do. Like I can't tell you how many times that's led to us thinking about like, hmm, like, is this something, you know, that we could do more of? Because they love our team, you know, they see the core competencies we have around strategy, analytics, project management, creative services. What happens is that as we've grown and added so many talented people, we need to have an organization, a world, a reality where our team members can thrive. And so that means one of the key things in my job is to make sure that I am creating that playing field and helping to remove barriers to people's ability to test new offerings, suggest ways to improve our delivery, and really be out there in terms of innovation and some other things that Philip, like you and I, couldn't with our 20 people do easily 10 years ago. We want to let our people fly and thrive, but it has to be controlled. It has to be effective and has to be prioritized correctly, has to be funded <laughs> and it has to be done. What I've seen is this is an organization that has invested more in people, invested more in education, invested more in you know supporting people's personal passions, right? Health, well-being, to your point, EDI. This is an example and a case study of a company that has continued to grow year over year while investing and putting more and more money into those things. And I think we hear so many stories about how that's tapping out an organization or putting too much pressure or financial strain or things like that mm -hmm. on an organization. And what we're seeing is the exact opposite. I'm curious about your thoughts on that. We're helping people to take swimming lessons and dance lessons and funding them. Like that's not something that many companies were doing up until recently, yeah. right? So, And we've you know, seen people take cooking lessons and go off and be chefs. And we've seen people literally like learn these things on the job and then go off and do them. And that's the culture that's supportive. 
right? Yeah, absolutely. Like one of the components when our team members are working effectively and they feel fulfilled and they feel supported and they feel that their contributions, both with clients, with every project, we likely evolve, do something new, do something different, like it's happening all the time. They can really just do their best work and feel like they're accomplishing something and helping whether it's meet our clients' demands and whether it's to evolve Brand Active into a better community than it had been. Brand Active and the projects and clients that we work with you know, have many, many agencies involved, right? And one of the key values that we brought to our clients has been to be the integrator of all of this work, whether it's yeah. digital, <clears throat> web, social, brand, creative advertising, media, blah, blah, anything. We've always been the integrator of all of these activities through an implementation program. And because of that, strategic partnership has been a key to the growth of Brand Active throughout the years. So talk to the audience a little bit about that strategy as it exists for you in the future on client projects and also as a channel strategy and as a relationship development strategy and as a growth strategy for our people. What I've learned over the years is that the sooner the brand active can be involved with our clients, the better, because I really feel responsibility to guide our clients through the network of agencies that it takes to implement a brand implementation <laughs> And to really sustain that brand, clients can be most successful when we really bring to the table expertise around not only what Brand Active does well and could do for them, but everybody else that's really involved in an effort that they're undertaking and sustaining brands. So in order to do that effectively, I'm really keen on further strengthening relationships with our creative brand agency partners, as well as the many vendors and fabricators of the assets, because Together, we can serve our clients better. And I think that our clients appreciate and benefit the most when we bring a unified front to them. We don't do web. We don't do digital. We don't fabricate things, right? Our job is to really put all these things together and make it incredibly cost-effective and improve the outcomes of everything for our clients and for the agencies um, mm -hmm. themselves and all the great work that they've done. Make sure that even gets implemented in the first place, right? And I think that's been such a hard thing for people to really actually believe. We have never stepped into anybody else's pool with the things that we do. We've always been a gap filler. What I love about this gap filling idea is the idea that we have grown 10%, 40% every year for 17 years. And never once have we stepped into the, oh, let's do something competitive to the people that we love to work with, right? Mm -hmm. Never once. The most, I alluded to perhaps that some of the most flattering moments that I remember about my time here is when a client calls us first and says, I have this need, you know, you're doing a lot and you're helping us with a rebrand, but I have this other need, you know, what do I do? Just simply being in a position where a client can begin with us and for us to be able to think about like, all right, like, is this something that we can help with? Is this something that we can find a partner that can help our clients with? Is this something that we can partner with this other company to help meet the need? But to me, that is the nature of gap filling that I have really enjoyed the most. That speaks a lot to me because it says that there's trust with our team, there's trust in Brand Active, there's trust in starting with Brand Active. And so that behavior really has influenced, to your point, Philip, like many offerings that exist today. Clients are asking questions, and after a while, you pause and say, all right, Seems like nobody is really helping to address these aspects of brand governance. And in order to fill gaps effectively, 
You have to have a good network of partners. And that's really one of the key imperatives now that we're focused on is making sure that network both grows deeper in trust with the ones we already know. And gosh, we know so many already and have wonderful rapport and trust with. And there's many more partners that we could create. Why are you so passionate about this area, Vlad? What's really more related to the, let's call it the external purpose. You know, I spent a lot of time talking about looking inward, looking at our people, finding a lot of inspiration there. We have to remember we're also here and spending majority of time working for our clients. And to me, the moment that a client has a sigh of relief or says, gosh, like, I don't know how I was going to do that without you, or thank you for helping me with this, or thank you for stepping in in this way. That to me, that's an example, but that's really a key inspiration for me. So when I think about that, I think about, well, for us to be integrators, for us to help clients imagine all of the different ways that they need to think about this brand that goes beyond their creative agency and beyond brand active, we need to have a network and we need to have an articulate way of talking about it with our clients. Those are really my key inspirations behind wanting to invest here. So Vlad, before we wrap up, I'm curious, particularly as you move into this new position, do you think about the growth of the company? Do you have a personal goal or aspiration that you're working towards? I'd like to listen more, for example. I think I'm a decent listener, but I think that one can't underestimate the importance of really listening. And I'm trying to right now, in this transition to my current slash new role, I'm quite focused on finding a way to do that over time. It is really important to me that I am not making a very drastic, quick change. I am not too proud to do whatever it takes for me to wrap up a few things. So I really kind of want to start with where I am in order to create a bit more time for some of the learning and growth I have around building up confidence some more getting out to creating more relationships or fostering current relationships with many of our partners that we talked about earlier. Let's take a leap ahead here as we get close to the end on this episode and say, what if we had a crystal ball and we got to look down into it five years from now and we got to see exactly what Brand Active was in your vision of what that would be? What would that be? Thinking about Brand Active five years from now, you know, like earlier, in the podcast, you know, I'm thinking about a community that is tight and thriving. And so really thinking about the folks we have now and the new ones who will join a world in which they're able to exercise, suggest, help stand up many of the things that will be part of Brand Active's evolution. I think that's going to translate into many things that have served us well over the years. And one thing about Brand Active is that we know what works well for us and we know when it's appropriate to kind of stick to doing what works, even when times are tough. It's grown as a healthy tree, right? You've pruned off all these little things before they even grow and just kept all the energy focused in the main trunk of the tree. And where we branch, we're really healthy, strong branches. Yeah, well, that's a really great way to think about it. So I feel like my job and the job of those of us in a more senior leadership team is to make sure that the roots and the trunk and everything stays really, really healthy and that you know we can provide to our people the support that they need, but that sort of the growth and where things can grow and go with our people are really even hard to imagine now. But roughly speaking, you know, we're going to have more people, we're going to have likely more offerings. There'll be more and, and stronger partnerships that we can bring to our clients in an even more unified way early on. And once again, I really just want us to be that trusted advisor and the place that the client thinks about first when they're dealing with a challenge, whether or not it's related to implementing a new brand. 
I know Vlad and his story through life. I know his heart. It's one of the more inspiring human beings on the planet, honestly. And if you don't know him, I encourage you to. And I encourage you to speak with him and talk about his perspectives on the world, life, and of course, business and the topics that we've discussed today. Well, it's been great to talk with you, Vlado. As always, we get to talk every day, generally, and that's wonderful. But in this context, it's really nice to have you share your thoughts more broadly with the market and people looking to grow their businesses and also our clients and our partners that really want to understand where Brand Active is going into the future under your, your leadership. Join us next time as we invite a healthcare market leader, Chris Bevelo, who's been leading healthcare organizations in marketing and branding for the last 20 years. And we look forward to talking with you then. Thank you so much. Be sure to subscribe to Eyes on Brand wherever you listen to podcasts to catch exciting future conversations with global brand and agency leaders about brand implementation, insights, and innovation. Check out the show notes for links to more insightful resources on our website. And if you have any thoughts or questions, always feel free to reach out to me, Philip Giuliano, or our head of business development, Nancy Adzentovich, via our email links in the show notes. Thanks again for joining us. And until next time, do great things.